Percy Jackson, Joshua Jackson, Pacey Witter, Man, Camera, TV. It's the styles of Harry Styles this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That? The party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slagham. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. I saw a piece of incredibly important news. I oh. thought of you immediately. Good. Scream 5. Oh, yeah. Don't. It is just going to be called Scream. I hate that. I hate, I hate that there are three movies called Halloween that are the same. <laughs> I hate that there's... I, I hate that there's a fourth Final Destination movie called The Final Destination. Who are you kidding? No, like, you don't trick anybody. We all, like, now there are two movies called Scream. The fifth one just happens to also be called Scream. And that doesn't make sense because it's not Scream. It's the fifth Scream. Call it something else. It just, it makes me mad. I, and, you know, and I'm mad at you because you did this on purpose. <laughs> Wait, okay, hold on, though. What would make you more upset? The title Scream as Scream number five, or the fifth film in the franchise, or the fifth film of the franchise being called Scream, but the S is the number five. Five Cream. I would probably have bought a shirt that said Five Cream, if that's what they called it. You know, and I mean, it, it would be like, it would be like if you were in a band of five people. Wait, how many people are in One Direction? Five! <laughs> There's five people in One Direction, right? There are five people in One Direction. So it's like there's going to be five Scream movies and five One Directions members. That's the seg alert going on. Seg, what a segue. Let me bring in our guest. You know her as an actor, writer for Modern Family and Steve Martin's Masterclass. Please welcome Nalini Sharma. Yay! Hi. I've got a Nalini and a Nadia, and I almost called Nadia Nalini as soon like, hey Steve, hey Nadia. <laughs> Immediately, I almost called her Nalini. So that's where I'm going to be at for this. Uh, I know yeah. we have similar vowels. Yes. Yeah. Do you get a lot of? I, I'm always surprised at people that mispronounce my name because I feel like Nadia is not necessarily a common name, but it is yeah. a fairly universal name. There's Eastern Europeans and Russians with it. I'm Arab, so that's where that comes from. But like, it's not an unheard of name in yeah. parts of the world. Yeah, that's true. But I'm people mispronounce it all the time. Yeah. What do they say to yours? They say Nadia. Nadia, Nadja, where they add the J for no reason and it's not there or the Y, like Nadia. I'm like, where did you get that from? (laughs) It's not, you're reading my name. You're reading it. That's so true. I had a, a, in high school, there was a girl named Nadia on the volleyball team. And it was, I mean, this was a fun cheer. It wasn't a bully cheer. They they used to be like, and she was really good. So she they had, they used to chant, "Go Nads, go Nads, go Nads, go Nads," and it was like one of those things where she was like, I don't know if she realized that it was a bully cheer. Could could have been a bully cheer, but it was like one of those things. They were like pumped for her. They were so stoked for her. But yeah, oh, <laughs> is yeah. that a term? I- bully cheer? Is that like? 
I just came up with that. Okay, that's, I was wondering <laughs> because you said it with you said it with the confidence of a term that I was like, oh, so there are bully cheers. That's a thing too. <laughs> There's, there's your bully cheers. Yeah. There's your there's hard your... bully cheers. There's yeah. Your, there's your uh, uh, con- consolation after a breakup cheers. Exactly. There's, exactly. There's your proposal <laughs> cheers. Well, I just feel like this year has been the year of like, oh, that was wrong. What was going <laughs> on to me? Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's why now that's, that's where the word bully cheer came up. I was like, I wonder if she was okay with that um <laughs> i do love that as a summation for 2020 though this is the year yeah that we went oh oh <laughs> ah. yeah yeah ah. interesting exactly. this is this is the year that finally convinced me that like i really do need to go back and just double check old tweets and old Facebook posts just to make sure (laughs) not that I would not that I would find anything like truly egregious or like or you know something super awful but just things that didn't age as well or like that Uh one thing that's just gonna be like I I don't know why I thought that was funny I mean I guess unless they're funny I'll leave them up but yeah it's definitely been like god I Cause I don't know. I think about like things that I thought were funny two years ago, just like TV shows or movies that you watch at at the end of 2020. And it's like, Oh, I don't, I don't know why I ever thought that was okay. And I feel I must. I know. I mean like the whole thing with, have you guys uh, a teacher? I I haven't started yet, but I I know the premise and I went, Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) If you watch that and then you watch Dawson's Creek, um, mm. season one where uh, Joey Percy. and that I'm, teacher, uh, no, yes. Percy, Percy, Pacey, 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 Pacey. Pacey Witter. You're thinking Pacey. of our friend Percy. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of uh, what's the actor's name? Joshua, uh, Jack- Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson. Why did I think it was Percy in this? Sh- Never mind. Um, We're that, gonna have to cut that this. young adult series of books, Percy and the Olympians. Did I get Pacey, <laughs> Joshua Jackson, and Percy Jackson all mixed up in my brain? I think I did. I, I apologize did. to all communities. That's, I apologize. That, no, that's amazing, though, because <laughs> Joshua Jackson, Percy Jackson, Pacey. So Pacey to Percy to yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, this 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 noggin is diseased. Anyway, yeah, a, a teacher. So Pacey. Yeah, and then it was just such a. It was not even. It was such a casual thing. It was him and this like school. Uh, was it a teacher or employee? And it was just he was going about as if he was like dating her. Yeah. But this year it's like a teacher. It's you know it's about <laughs> grooming and uh, the predatory behavior, which was so casual back then. Actually, speaking of like old Facebook and old tweets, I was like, oh my God, neither was I funny. And what, (laughs) such a cornball. I was like, how, what made me put this up? The confidence I had to put that up publicly. Yeah, there's definitely, I, I, I went back to, Delete through things. And of course, nothing was egregious. Nothing was even slightly egregious. It was just not funny. And I was yeah. like, why? These platforms were not designed 
right. for decades of use. They are designed yeah. as these little quick hits of dopamine. Yes. They're designed, it, they're like uh, gambling, you know? They're like totally. a slot machine. It's putting a nickel in a slot machine and seeing a quarter pop out. And yeah. there's no reason to keep up any, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like every year they should just wipe it all clean. They yeah. Just be like New Year. And then they just deleted <laughs> everything that was in there. Oh uh, my God. You can only save like, you can only save five tweets. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Exactly. You have to, you have to choose. You have yeah. to choose your like, absolute favorites. Your Instagram top nine are the only photos that are going to carry over into the next year. <laughs> yes. That's good. That's except good. That, except if they're all reblogs. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just nine <laughs> photos of like your nephew <laughs> yeah and also imagine the chaos if everyone knew that was the parameter you oh, know what i mean yeah. like they would fucking go crazy if imagine not already <laughs> all the relationships that mm. fall apart because they're like you picked nine and none have me in it yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no one will ever know that That's we've been true. dating for two years, <laughs> just watching society crumble. Maybe mm. this is a maybe this is a thing of like too much power. I don't know. Yeah, it's like one of those things. It's like oh, a year I can do anything I want, and then I can delete anything I want. Yeah. yeah sometimes, like sometimes it's important to kind of like branch out into new things, even if it means leaving something safe and successful and and comfortable. <laughs> Behind, <laughs> be do, be do, like be a do. boy band. <laughs> there, I, got a good, I got a good segue that time. Yeah, so I'm, you did, I'm, you did, I'm one you and did. one. I'm one take, for one. Take advantage. Uh, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about the styles of Harry Styles. All his, all his various styles, both uh. fashion wise, music wise. He's mm -hmm. kind of a modern Renaissance man. Uh, Nalini, yeah. why do you know that? I know that because actually. <laughs> I was listening to the radio and which is <laughs> as one does. It's actually a rare thing for me. Um, and, and I, that, that song watermelon sugar came on and watermelon sugar came on. And then the first line after watermelon sugar is he starts talking about strawberries. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> legit i did not know who harry styles was before i heard those two lines and i was like that doesn't make any sense why is he talking about watermelon sugar and then he goes in and describes strawberries in detail and i was honestly gonna just roast him on twitter <laughs> <laughs> but then i looked it up because i was like nani be a decent human and see what this person is about you know, for you. Yeah. And then I did. And then I fell in love with him. I think most <laughs> things that I enjoy began with a hatred <laughs> slash curiosity. And yes. then 10 years later, I'm still watching the challenge on MTV. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, oh, I'm going to make fun of because, you know, some of these pop songs, you're just like, what is going on in these lyrics? But um, I started doing that. And then I went down like this rabbit hole uh, with his like interviews and his other songs. And then I listened to an album. And mind you, I'm not one of those people who like listens to an album. And I, just, okay. <laughs> I couldn't even 
<laughs> well, I just haven't like, like you know, some no, people I'm, buy yeah, full you, you can't sit albums. down and listen to it through. Yeah, I haven't been able to do that yet. I know a lot of my friends, they're like, you got to do that. It's a pandemic. Listen to a full album from beginning to end. But mm. I started listening to his music and I was like, oh my gosh, there's something different here. There's like, it's like he, it's the transition that's fascinating to me from this like boy band to this like grounded, or at least what seems like grounded musician yeah i would like, say he went from boy band to oh boy that's a man <laughs> <laughs> but it, that's interesting i would have oh, assumed babe. i guess that's wrong to assume but i would have assumed <laughs> that anybody who's into harry styles i always figured that they like transferred from one direction which is what i mostly know of harry styles so it's interesting that you got into harry styles completely you had no interest in one direction i literally had I had maybe heard of One Direction, like, like back, you know, obscure parts of my mind, but right. I had absolutely no idea. And then I was like, he came from a boy band. I was shocked because mm -hmm. I was like, some of his sounds definitely, yeah, they are like pop and very light and, you know, spunky, but some of it has gravitas, like, um, <clears throat> and like kind of folk, which I love. I love like I love folk and indie indie rock and folk and uh, he has that vibe. Yes, as I was listening to uh, the album that he put out last year, um, mm -hmm. Fine Line, I was really surprised Fine because Line. I had just heard sort of the hits and I know I kind of know the One Direction hits. I never that was not a thing that I got into. Um, but like, I remember hearing a song being like, yeah, all right, that's a boy band song. Ha everybody have fun. Stop making fun mm -hmm. of young women for being fans. And then yeah, I've, I totally. knew, so I knew him from that, but I was like you, or I don't think it was until watermelon sugar. And I was like, well, this is a bop. Yeah. Okay. All right. Tell me more <laughs> about this guy. And yeah. so I was listening to the album last year. And then I was revisiting it this week. I was really taken aback at how much musical I'm, i don't know if artistry is necessarily the right word here but yeah. th there's thought behind it it is not just your run-of-the-mill make a quick buck off of a pop album kind of thing totally. he's like really thinking about it he is i feel like he's kind of got a bit of a soul bit of a soul <laughs> i mean <laughs> i haven't seen that pixar movie so i don't really understand souls yet but once that comes out i'll <laughs> Get you'll you. get it you'll get it steve <laughs> eventually and i'm only saying a little bit of soul because i've barely understood mine so <laughs> i you know i'm like i think that's there and i do see it though like a kind of like, like an old soul kind of like a world like he he seems to know the world like he i don't know he I mean, not the world he has a good sense of himself like when yeah. i when i saw him popping up in things after one direction and like I was like, wow, he's like, not just like, he's, he's fully, he's a fully fledged, fully formed yeah. human being person. Yeah. Yeah. When I Over looked him. at his uh, musical style and influences, it's like, obviously we mentioned folk and Brit pop and soft mm -hmm. rock and all that is in there. A lot of 70s soft rock vibes. I think Enemy mm -hmm. and Rolling Stone mm -hmm. were both like, this is a synthesis <clears throat> of influences from basically the last like half of the last half century of rock mm -hmm. music yeah uh, harry nilsson that kind of stuff rolling stones 
But something that struck me is the fact that he has cited Freddie Mercury as an influence, which makes a lot of sense. Elvis oh. Presley, which makes a lot of sense for the pop. And Shania Twain <gasps> as his main inspiration musically and in fashion. Shut up. Wow. Yes. I love Shania. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. He said it in Vogue a few years ago. You can definitely see it in his fashion for sure because he loves an animal print. Uh, he, mm -hmm. he loves these like oversized feminine lapels on his mm -hmm. suits. He, mm -hmm. uh, and it's it recalls, if you will, some of the numbers that she's worn for like the CMA awards and such like these mm -hmm. these big old suits. And uh, I feel like he's also big into like band T-shirts and like a lot of plaid and kind of a cowboy thing occasionally he playing with plaid. that. At least yeah. in the pictures. Yeah. Plaid and lace. Yes. He loves playing with the, the juxtaposition, which tells me this is a man that knows what he's doing because mm -hmm. not very many folks, I think, or he certainly has a stylist that helps him figure out how to pull it off because so many times you hear things in fashion about the juxtaposition between this thing and that thing. You'll, you you kind of want opposites that will mesh together. You know, you think about like contrasting colors or that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. At the same time, so many people are really, really bad at pulling it off, but he always yeah. pulls it off. Yeah, I think it's part to do with not to keep mentioning soul, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it is like I think he's on a he's on to something spiritually. Yeah. Not to you know sound some because whatever he sort of and him and his stylist, I think they've worked together. And he mentioned his stylist on one of his Instagram posts. I think I saw that. That it's a combination of like when art really goes, when it really fits is that, oh, that embodiment and the right and the truthful like mood or expression that kind of goes with the, with the fashion, which, um, which in all his shots on, in this covers, in this Vogue shoot, He's just sort of like, just there, you know? He's one of those yes. people that's just there and he's not saying much. He's not pushing. He's just there. So There's in this most recent, too. yes, yeah. yes. In this most um, recent December 2020 cover of Vogue that yes. uh, Hairstyles graces, bit of a controversy. Right. Uh, he made a very big, bold decision. Will you walk us through this big, bold decision and tell us what you think of it? Yeah, so he wore a lot of what you're talking about is a female sort of um, all the tones, right? The skirts and the dresses and the flora. Um, and I know that on Twitter he got, uh, I just looked that up too, because I didn't even realize that there were some right wing um, <clears throat> conservatives that kind of went after him about being manly. And um, yeah, it's... Uh, fascinating because i'm like ah oh, we really do have so much to think about in the the defining roles for gender we really do because he like to me when i look at his pictures i'm like that is it's neither man nor woman it's it's really just like a painting it's like a piece of art i i didn't connect it to gender at all 
Yeah, it's a very dumb argument to have from the conservative side, specifically because it's not like this is the very first time we're ever seeing this. You know, David mm. Bowie, international sex symbol, Prince, international sex symbol. Uh, uh, there's so many other people before this. Yeah. So the idea that Ben Shapiro would get on and say this is a referendum on masculinity for men to don floofy dresses, it's like, shut up. Up. Yeah. yeah, go make your wife horny, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I know. Go figure real. out how to make your wife come, and don't worry about Harry. St- you want to know what's gonna make give your you know what's gonna give your wife that that Seriously. that that wet pussy, uh, Ben Shapiro, is you not complaining about Harry Styles and dresses. <laughs> That's not gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How about like have a spine and stand up to what's going on in this election right now? Yeah. Maybe that's that's manly. Yes, exactly. There's so much uh, joy that he has in playing with those clothes. And what mm-hmm. Harry Styles said is he said, I've never thought too much about what it means. It just becomes this extended part of creating something like this guy is mm-hmm. obviously coming at it from a artist POV. He's not coming at it from a a even though he is making a statement with it, as Steve said, he's definitely not coming at it from like a. Uh, watch this in a way where, yeah. say, uh, Kim Kardashian break the internet might be coming at it from like a very specific mm-hmm. theme-oriented perspective, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, but that's sort of the impression that one might be left with versus the idea that Harry Styles would... Uh, it doesn't matter whether he feminizes masculinity or not. He, mm-hmm. It's just dress however you want. It's just a dress. Mm-hmm. He gives a shit. Yeah. Also, as like we've all we've all done our share of sketch comedy, and it is fun <laughs> to put on stuff you normally. It's fun. T- it's fun to play dress up. It's yes, fun it to put on fun clothes. It totally. Yes. Oh my god, it really is. And it's like it's one of those things where <clears throat> um, I've I've thought I've thought about this. It's like there's just like. I feel like the audience and the artist were smart, right? I feel like we can tell when an artist is being fake or when an artist is just like doing their thing, you know? Yeah. Um, even, even on a silly platform like Instagram, like I'll see people posting and I'm like, oh, that's coming from a genuine fun. That intent behind what is someone posting or what's someone doing I feel like we've lost a little bit of that. I feel as human beings that like we don't really think about that uh, as much anymore. But if you, you can really see it when someone's having fun, ah, well, yeah. even if maybe it's controversial, you can tell it's coming from that good place, you know? Yeah. As opposed to not, and if you guys are fans, sorry to drag her, she's made some bops, but like, I've always felt like, Katy Perry has never seemed genuine to me. She does has always felt very put on to me. I guess yeah. I would just, I don't want to single her out, but just like to name an artist where it does feel like, I feel you're just doing this because you think we'll like it yeah. or because you think you're supposed to do it. Like <laughs> as opposed right. to, you don't feel a genuine from a genuine thing from her. Right. Uh, I feel like the one exception to that is her Super Bowl show which just felt like she threw everything at the wall and went, I'm going to do whatever I want. 
And that's why that mm. 15 minutes yeah. is pure joy. Because it's just her doing whatever the hell she yeah. wanted to do for 15 minutes because she just yeah. went, nah, who cares? I, it's I Super think, Bowl. Yeah. And that's kind of why I think Teenage Dream was like her at her best. And then everything since then has been kind of meh, is because Teenage mm -hmm. Dream was her Mo mm. Teenage Dream was her skirt on the cover of Vogue magazine of just this is fun. <laughs> I remember yeah. she said that that album was the music equivalent of hot dogs and cotton candy. And it's like, great, cool, fun, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like we know we recognize it because we've been there. Like, I definitely oh, yeah. know when I post something, I'm like, why? What? You know, there's a weird feeling that you get. Mm -hmm. And that weirdness is like, oh, did I post that because I'm supposed to be doing something for people to like this or people to like me or people as opposed to, you know what? This is funny. This is funny. I'm having a blast. I'm just going to do it. And yeah. even if like one person laughs, I'm like happy because I'm like, yeah, you got me in that moment, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's that it's more satisfying. I feel it is like if you get 10 people in the audience to just shit themselves because <laughs> you were so funny, yeah. I'd rather that than like the whole, whole audience be like, that's supposed to be funny. I know, you know, yeah, totally. You don't need a staple center full of people who aren't going to be <laughs> laughing. You just need that core. Uh, I, need I agree with you, though. Like, I've definitely had those moments where I post something or say even just among friends, say or do something. And there's that feeling of going, oh, so this is what it's like for ego to suddenly take over. Yes. And uh, just, you know, I went to tension. Somebody give me <laughs> yeah. attention, please. Yeah. I am a child. <laughs> but like not, you know, in the way that kids can be annoying. God, totally. God, God love them. God love children. But like, how many times have you been around a five, six, seven, eight year old and they just start doing things or making weird noises or just doing stupid shit in front of your face mm -hmm. to get your attention and it's just all to be like pay attention to me i want this and it's the worst like when kids just do that thing where they're just like weird noise at the table they're like what yeah, are you yeah, doing yeah, yeah. yeah. kids Stop are fucking dumb <laughs> <laughs> like i love my nephews i love kids but i think like yeah. i think we romanticize like how adorable kids are and we forget that like 89% of the time they're being weird and dumb. Yes. Oh my God. Totally. <laughs> I also love kids. I work with kids and my nephew, I adore him to like death, but it is, it's like, so you're like, what a waste. Yeah. <laughs> like what a waste of hours. There's how much do you feel I, like, <laughs> do you feel like you spend a lot of time when you're with kids just saying, Oh really? <laughs> oh, cool. Oh really? Like, I feel like that's my refrain with my nephew is just, oh, really? Mm, go on. Oh, oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh -huh. oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh, you've really mm -hmm. introduced uh, a new perspective to me. Thank you, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of a new perspective, so let's yeah. go back for a second. So we, we've alluded already to Harry Styles being part of One Direction, which yes. was uh, so he auditioned for the X Factor. Uh, yeah, the, the British, not the British American Idol, but the, the the British Idol, the 
X I think factor. it's just, I think yeah. it's just British the British factor. X Factor. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I don't know what the difference is. I just know it's a singing competition. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. it's just, they find Simon Cowell finds new singing talent. And uh, for the put, longest time, I thought X Factor was the one where they put bugs on stage. I did too. Uh, yeah. I was like, why did they take this from us? This is one of our worst creations. And why is Simon Cowell involved? I know. Why are they bringing it back to America? Why is Britney Spears doing this? And I was like, now they have singers? What's going on? Reality. <laughs> you have to like sing with your head in a box of cockroaches. <laughs> oh, no. Honestly, yes. On board. <laughs> um, new reality idea. Oh, what if we combined the mass singer with Fear Factor? <laughs> so, <laughs> just fill the bunny costume with bugs. Yeah, but they still have to perform. Oh. So you don't know who is in there, and they don't know what's in there. Oh and so you're God. just watching somebody try to perform, and everybody else is trying to guess who it is, but it's literally just based on this person eventually breaking down and screaming, Help! Because I feel like that is the perfect show for 2020. (laughs) (laughs) That is 2020 reality TV. (laughs) And people are going to be like, actually, we're into this. This is comforting. Uh, Mask Singer, though, actually, like that is very, I feel like people, a lot of people are going on that with a very similar kind of attitude as Harry Styles of like, you know what? Seemed fun, so I did it. Like, people that you would never think would be on like a Fox show like Masked Singer are like, hey, I just have to show up a little bit and uh, sing in a costume and like, it looks fun. And Can so I, tell you I could see Harry doing that. What's that? Are you going to ruin Masked Singer for me? No, no. I was just going to say, Matt, I, obviously in a world where I get to be a big enough person to be even offered the opportunity to go on Mass Singer, mm-hmm. let let's just go with that, right? Let's just go with this alternate timeline, their potential timeline that could happen. It is the one reality show where I'm like, I'm begging you, let me do it <laughs> because it seems so stupid and fun, and I want to dress up like a big constellation project, like a solar system seventh grade fair project. Stephanie Tanner, like, I see it, I see it. Yeah, like I want to be Jupiter with many moons and then try to dance with that. All. Like oh, I just oh think it'd be God. so silly and I know I would fail spectacularly and it doesn't matter because yeah. like you, to Steve's point, everybody looks like they're having a great time, yeah. much in the yeah. same way Harry Styles looks like he's having a great time when he's performing and just being himself. It's totally. almost like Harry Styles, when you watch him, because uh, again, I had to do all my research since I mm-hmm. I only know three One Direction songs that I like. Um, but yeah, it definitely feels like he he always he he's got this like whatever, sure, you know, mm-hmm. like the same kind. Like he seems like someone that would be on Mass Singer of like yeah, yeah okay, let's like follow the fun. Yeah, follow the fun is my motto. Totally, and Bjork is another fascinating creature. Oh yeah. She is, I listened to, um, it was actually for like a voiceover audition. I had to like recreate her voice or mimic her voice. And so I started listening to her interviews and she is the most down to earth. I can't believe I'm saying down to earth, like grounded, like genuine person. (laughs) Like it's just because of her voice. It's 
and her persona that she puts on and like, you know, the thing that she kind of becomes this like elevated piece. But I think that elevation comes because she's so rock solid on the inside. I don't know. That's my theory. Yeah, it's it's she confidence. It's a strong sense of self. And it's like, yeah. a, um, I think like, those types of people that we that we find so magnetic have a good balance of like they have a good amount of self-confidence but also they're not hindered by like too much self-awareness i think like that's where a lot of us find our downfall is like second guessing or or not being sure and you can't you can't put on this incredible um, sweater vest that I'm looking at Harry Styles in with sheep all over it and <laughs> type and tuck it into your striped <laughs> pants. And yeah. You can't have a t- you can't even have the tiniest morsel of of second guessing. Yeah. When when you do that, you have to be all in. And I, I in. love I love when people are all in. Totally. Yes. Uh, there's this wonderful Instagram called HS Fashion Archive, which is just all the many, mm. many, many looks of Harry Styles. And it's fascinating to dig through because when you think back to his uh, X Factor, which is now Fear Factor meets Massacre <laughs> show, mm-hmm. uh, when you think about his One Direction days, it's very clear just how much of a kid he is like he's two. Th- it was 2011. He's very young. Everybody in that group's very young. So they're just kind of wearing what stylists are giving them. And it's mm-hmm. sort of like, I'm going to call that look uh, standard uh, teenage into adult boy star look where it's like uh-huh. nice pants, yeah. uh, lace up Oxfords or like cool sneakers a fun t-shirt and a jacket. And they all kind of have the same sort of look going. And mm-hmm. like his, his early looks seem to be very blazer based. And yeah. uh, th- then he starts to get into the fun prints. It's fun to see this guy very slowly, but surely go, Oh, I'm a man that loves leopard. I'm a man mm. that wants to tuck in a sweater vest into a crazy pair of pants. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, Alini, uh, mm-hmm. some favorite looks of his over the years, whether they're from his early days or even as most recently as today. Um, yeah. So, what was that? Uh, that site HS what? Fashion. It's on Instagram. It's HS Fashion Archive. Oh wow. Okay. Um, I loved his. Um, I do love actually what he's wearing on the cover, which are these, uh, you know, sort of blown out bell bottomy type pants with kind of like um, sort of a Romanian. It feels very like gypsy mm-hmm. pant type, you know, um, string pants. I love that. I also love his actually like his jewelry that he has on his hands. I'm like a big like ring and accessory and jewelry person. And I love that he wears them. Um, He's got these like stones, which I I feel like it takes a lot for a guy to pull off stones. I've been trying. Yeah. (laughs) I can pull off stone. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I can't. And I I can't. (laughs) 
And I truly I'm can't sure pull he's it off. also stoned a lot. Um, I love that. Let me see. Let me. And then, you know, also he he wore a Scottish kilt, mm-hmm. which I was like fun, just for fun. Yeah. And there's yeah. Go on. And I also one of my favorites are his like jackets that are like, um, you know, comforters like comforter print, like or an old couch print mm-hmm. jacket. I used to love those. I would buy those at like vintage shops. And my mom would always make fun of me. She was like, are you, are you wearing a carpet? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> um, I'm, I love those. I don't know what it is. It's like, oh, this like, you know, furniture on your body. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love that. He, I mean, I think a lot of that is coming from just like a love of the seventies that he clearly has. Cause when you look at, you know, he's got, uh, bell bottoms, he's corduroy seems to be a big factor in what he's wearing. Um, uh, old yeah. band T-shirts and stripes and specific T-shirt cuts that would be, I think, considered very, you know, 70s influenced. Uh, oh, yeah. He is really big on the sweater vest. Like now that I'm looking through, I'm like, wow. Yeah, he is. He's also oh, really big God. on this one. Oh, this was from a specific event. OK, so he did an NPR Tiny Desk concert uh, in February of this year. And there is one particular sweater that I keep seeing that I love. And now I want, it is a light blue sweater. That's <laughs> I, a fuzzy sweater. With oh this, my gosh. Yes. It's not like a, a cartoon chick coming mm. out of a yeah. egg and the egg is all cracked. And I believe it says mon pet in French across. Yes. And yes. it's a, a Gucci piece that I'm like, okay, well now I have nowhere to go, but I need that. Uh, oh my God. I remember because it was that tiny desk concert, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to find it, but I know what you're talking about. It's adorable. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's so... I'm, as I'm just like pouring through, because I got all these tabs open, it's just like tons and tons and tons of outfits... Uh, I'm so struck by how he also loves to play with color, which is Mm -hmm. not a thing you see with a lot of dudes. I feel like a lot of men, uh, fashion-wise, tend to lean towards darks and neutrals. Uh, I don't know about you, Steve. I feel like you'll wear wear a pop of color. Yeah. Okay, he's motioning (laughs) that he's going to demonstrate something. He's reaching into, I believe, his laundry. Big pile of clothes that he's grabbed. <laughs> yeah, it looks like laundry. I'm, I'm sorry, but I just it's, have to show you the shorts that I have. Oh. Oh. Hey, uh, those are cute. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yes. Yes. Steve. Yes. Oh. That was okay. a hot pink Steve wears one. Colors. Yeah. These are all denims. very good shorts. Um. <laughs> I guess I didn't need to, I guess that, I don't know how much I needed to like leave you in suspense to show you four different (laughs) pairs of shorts. That is to say. From your dirty laundry basket? um, No, that is my drawer, the dirty laundry (laughs) basket. Oh, Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, did you think, no. (laughs) Wait, you think I've worn actual like outside clothing in the past nine months? I haven't worn any of these shorts. I'm in the same basketball shorts every day. (laughs) Oh. I know, um, but that's that's as far 
bringing up the shorts, that's as far as I can go. Like I can make yeah. a statement with like a, a purple or a pink short, but like that's as far as I'm comfortable going. Whereas, you know, I wish I could wear that big Gucci uh, pink t-shirt with those cutoffs, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, it's that second, it's that moment of not being sure you can pull it off is just all you yeah. need to not be able to. And like- imagine the years of work it takes for not to have that moment. Yeah. Do you think that that comes from his like X factor one, one dimension? Uh, wonder, <laughs> like I, that, it must be like a kind of a response to going through that pop machine of like being on X factor. And then I think he was like, yeah, he wasn't even originally, he was, lumped in with the other guys from X Factor to mm-hmm. be in One Direction. And then so like, and then through One Direction, like I feel that's all just like grooming a boy band and a pop star. And so mm-hmm. once he left, he's like, well, I spent a lot of time knowing what I don't like. <laughs> True. I mean, I can only imagine. I also heard that he had a good childhood. Oh, brother. So- <laughs> That will make such a difference. I think that could have been a deal breaker. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I don't know. No, I don't know though. uh, Well, his his parents did divorce when he was seven, so I don't know how much that affected things. Uh, Mm. And so he's got a step family, but he did apparently say he had a great childhood. So clearly, his parents figured out how to either co-parent really well or he's lying to all of us one of the two but i don't think when you hit that level of fame that you go around saying i had a great childhood i don't know maybe maybe i'm incorrect or maybe this is a british thing versus an american thing where you just say no no everything was quite proper oh that could be it whereas americans were just instantly (laughs) like i'm garbage (laughs) (laughs) i'm garbage because my parents suck Yeah, just blame it on yeah. anyone else but yourself. Very yeah, just American. emotional waterfall on everybody that you meet yeah. and just be yeah. like, no, 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 I'm bad because parents are bad. And let me tell you about how my parents were bad and just yeah. like run that through a newspaper. I yeah. So but according to this Rolling Stone interview, he yeah, he said that he had a great childhood. So I do think that that makes more sense to me than I had a shit childhood because mm-hmm. to Steve's point the confidence to pull off something so sexy and so subversive and so strong and go out into the world looking that way without batting an eyelash and just being like, yeah, I look mm-hmm. fucking hot. Shrug. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. you have to have had nice parents. Yeah. You, you, somebody, <laughs> <laughs> you do. Someone somewhere Someone along the lines not. had to say you are worthy. You are loved. You are good. <laughs> Yes, good for you, Ann Cox and Desmond Stiles. (laughs) I was going to say, or he just, you know, didn't get molested even once. So (laughs) not even once. I think that could also play a big factor. (laughs) Not even once. I mean, just not not even even a little. (laughs) I feel like (laughs) if not even a little, you had a good childhood. Once, all right, that's when the cracks start to seep in. You know what I mean? I just feel like. (laughs) He had a family like he had the type of he had the type of family that when he went trick or treating, like 
His yeah. parents drove to the nice neighborhood with all the big houses close together and had extra pillowcases in the trunk. So when one candy bag filled, they yeah. could keep going. Like that was that was his upbringing. He was no latchkey kid. This, no, is, this he, is not mm-hmm. the style of a latchkey kid. Yeah, right. he he recorded covers on a karaoke machine. I think for his grandfather is what I wrote down. Um, Yeah, no, okay, I'm sorry. His granddad gave him a karaoke machine and the first song he recorded was uh, The Girl and My Best Friend, the Elvis Presley version as a cover. And that doesn't happen if you have parents that are like, while you're trying to sing or like banging on the the wall, being like, pipe down. Yeah. (laughs) The show's on. Shut up. I guess because this is England, it's like, Oi! The telly's on! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, British fans. Ari, Ari, record me a song on my karaoke machine. <laughs> that was my intentionally over-the-top bad. Like, I, it yeah. was bad, but it was meant to be. Like, yeah. yeah. I just want the, the listeners to know I, I'm not Ari. going to do better, but I could do better yeah no we're we are doing a, an awful version for you yes. guys where we we have minimal training for, if you uh, want to hear nadia yeah. and i do good um accent work uh uh-huh. join our patreon <laughs> they're going we will to start be a teaching. patreon we will start a patreon where we just invite yeah. people to do accent work with us <laughs> It's, instead of me just being like, okay, here's my Paul Hollywood from Great British Bake Off, be like, it's not enough yeah. flavor in it. It's soggy bottom, isn't it? <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Not enough sugar. It, always questions at the end. In it. Yeah. I don't know. You tell it's always me. Always questioning. Why? <laughs> great snap. Oh, I no, love. I feel they like love you guys... a good snap. And their biscuits. Oh, that's true. Little little cracks. Yeah. See, Paul Hollywood couldn't pull it off either. No, no. He strikes me as being somebody very not insecure, but somebody who uh, if he tried to pull off a Harry Styles fashion moment would be perhaps Mm -hmm. in his own head about it. He might be shrinking into his own skin going, oh, no, I feel embarrassed or I'm not sure about this. And I do think that fashion is very much about people's comfort levels. Uh, Mm -hmm. clearly Harry's fashion comfort level is, uh, way different than I think most people's. He clearly loves playing with texture, playing with color, playing with styles, playing with influences. A lot of people, I think when given the opportunity, even if they were given a closet and said like, you can pick anything you want and wear whatever you want. Even if people like playing dress up, they're still going to be like, oh, I'm going to wear a button down. Yeah. They're just scared. People are yeah. scared. Yeah. You want to know how many times I've worn those bright pink shorts I've shown you versus the brown ones? One to one to twenty. One mm, yeah. one wearing of pink for twenty of the brown. Wear the pink, Steve. Yeah. I mean, I'm insisting on it. Really good. Um, and if you guys are wondering, and I don't I'll leave this in, but if you guys are wondering why I keep looking over this way, I'm not checking on the shorts. My cat is going bat shit right now <laughs> and is just howling what? and like Tasmanian deviling about and like clawing at stuff. So like, I'm just trying to like shut her up or like give her a finger to swat or something. Oh. So anytime I'm doing this, I'm not like, I'm not trying. I'm not, you guys aren't boring me is what I'm saying. <laughs> Which is sure. Everybody wants sure. my attention right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that cat is just, Fruit Snacks is being a child. 
It's just making yeah. those weird noises. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, tell us more about what you think as far as his music is concerned and those influences. I know we alluded to this a little bit earlier. Um, Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the way he dresses in One Direction versus the way he dresses now reflects the kind of music that he's making? Um, <clears throat> yeah, totally. I think so. 100%. I feel like his new music, especially like I really have been enjoying that song Golden on his mm-hmm. album. Um, and it's like, it's got this like fun, like, european folk almost like do you remember that uh, do you remember the band beirut mm-hmm. yes yes like i feel like that sort of like jingle type i'm not i do not have the music words <laughs> Lyrics? this is like <laughs> yeah <laughs> bully cheers and music words are That's my <laughs> okay nadia famously once said that dancing is silent movement <laughs> Movement Which I mean, without, I guess. Oh, it, yeah, it was movement without sound. And then I was like, said. there's sound, there's music, but I could not figure out a way to describe it. It's, I, I mean, you were right. You were it's, right in I? that dancing. That's true. You, was I? I'm going to give you this. Dancing in and of itself is relatively silent and dancing is movement. Yes. However, yes. you can't dance, like dancing without there being any sound to dance to is. Percy Jackson, crazy. Pacey, Joshua Jackson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, I, you said that in the way that made me think of Trump's, uh, are you, are, do you have Alzheimer's test? It's like <laughs> man, woman, camera, Joshua Jackson, Percy Jackson, Pacey Witter. <laughs> now then you have to repeat them back. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What was I saying? What were we saying? 50% chance it was about Harry Styles. Oh yes. <laughs> Harry. 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 Do you think anybody goes up to him and is like, y'all wizard Harry? Yeah. Honestly, I think like, anybody named Harry gets that constantly. But like how often? Because, you, mm. you know, he's one of the most famous pop stars currently in the world. I think One Direction people, I think other bandmates were, would do it all the time on the bus. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. I bet yeah. they had a lot of fun on the bus. <laughs> I bet that's a good bully cheer. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all was the Harry. Y'all was <laughs> Where's the Harry? Where's the Harry? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess also like I I feel weird making the connection now, but his last name is Styles and you have to mm-hmm. wonder what that ha- how much that informed like, you know, did he did he feel obligated? Like if your last <laughs> name's Shoemaker, do you feel obligated to make shoes? Like does he feel like I owe it? Like I I can't be Harry Styles and not be good at style. Do you guys know what like cuz I know like in India uh, last names often came from the work that that family did. Like, like they're, you know, bootwala is like mm-hmm. the shoe is a cobbler. Is it basically because it's like boot making boots or like, is that true of uh, English being the Brits? Um, or- I, 
I believe, well, I know in Ireland, the reason we have O'Malley, McCormick, et cetera, is because that's supposed to be son of. So uh, it's not necessarily related to the job so much as related to the lineage. Mm. I want to say it's very possible, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it feels possible to me. It feels possible that like out there, there are folks with the last name Blacksmith. And it's because yeah. 1000 yeah. years ago, their great, great, great so-and-so uh, was a blacksmith <clears throat> and that just carried on. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't know for a fact. If you do, if you know, email us at why do you know that pod at gmail.com and we'll give you a shout out for being correct. Put in the subject line, urgent last name news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All caps, urgent last name news. So so we get to it sooner. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Do you guys get a lot of fan mail? Like emails? Oh, people listen. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Ari will listen to this one. Oh, I would love that because he is someone that I've like slowly kind of fallen in love with. Yeah, uh, I think he's as, one of those people. And I think there's a link between Harry Styles and the Korean pop group BTS because they also have very specific fashion choices that they make. They're all pretty fairly confident, but they're more operating as a unit because they're still a boy band, even though a lot of them have uh, separate uh, albums and such, and they do their own side projects with other folks. As a unit, I feel like they're often doing things fashion-wise that have a similar thread to Harry, but Harry is his own own man doing his own thing. I just th I just see a 70s fashion link between the two. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's just mm. what's happening right now. But I don't think so. I don't think that's entirely it. I think it's just uh, th this is what these men have gravitated towards. Because um, he doesn't really get Harry Styles doesn't really get any pushback or criticism for um, uh like the Jonas Brothers, not that they are are known for their kind of mm -hmm. boundary pushing fashion, but um, like one of the Jonases is known for kind of, you know, they they accuse him of gay baiting, of kind of acting a certain way just to uh, mm. get a certain fan base. Uh, again, I feel like uh, audiences, all of us, I think we can tell. I think we can tell when that's happening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't, there's some part of it that it's like, oh, it's not genuine, you know? Yeah, I think like we think that like populate, like we think of it as like, oh, the unwashed masses are so stupid. But I do think like in general, like, you know, we can give a little bit more credit to to, to fans of music that, yeah, yeah. we do, we, we catch on to that. We know yeah. the the audience can tell when you're faking it. I, I think so. And I think the artist knows that. He's so in tune with his fans, too. Um, I mean, at least in the interviews, you know, that I, that I see. Like, they all are like, yeah, without the fans, it's like, you know, who's going to listen to my expression? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think that there's a lot of artists that tend to forget that and a lot that tend to embrace that. And those that embrace it, I think, tend to do better in terms of longevity because music yeah. is such a I don't know if I would call it a shortened lifespan or anything but it's similar to athleticism 
in that there is there tends to be a period of youth in which you can make your biggest mark. And it is not to say that you cannot be a success mm-hmm. when you're older at all, because that's stupid and dumb and we shouldn't think that way. So much as it is, there is such a premium placed on youth, particularly in the music industry. Yeah. Because we see the music yeah. industry as trendsetters. We see folks that are in there. We see <clears throat> pop stars as the people who are going to tell us this is what you should wear. Here's what to buy. It's, uh, you know, there's all this capitalist bullshit. But like, um, as pop stars get older uh, and a new younger crop of folks come in and then they become trendsetters and the it girl, it guy, whatever. Uh, I think that if you don't know who you are, and you aren't in tune with your fans and you aren't in communication, you are less likely to have a career that's going to last a super long time. Like, I think that's part mm-hmm. of Beyonce's secret is mm-hmm. honestly, I think Beyonce is somebody who like wasn't necessarily doing exactly what she wanted mm-hmm. for a while. And starting with that first album, end of 2013, mm-hmm. 2014, the B- Beyonce self-titled album, it's like, that's when I first felt like, oh, now I see you. And now this mm-hmm. feels real, even though she's got a very curated uh, whole aesthetic going on, yeah. even though all of her mm-hmm. videos look, uh, they're <clears throat> a specific style. She has a specific style, but like, that was the first time I felt like, oh, I see you. Yeah. Whether that was fake or not, I don't care because I love her, but it's, like, it's easy to forget that Beyonce played Foxy Cleopatra in Austin Powers three and had the main <gasps> song and video on the soundtrack. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Yes. You gotta, but yeah, I, I think Nadia is absolutely right of just yeah. uh, maybe it's again. And with destiny's child, like she went through the machine and yeah. either at some point you get more say and you have a good artistic vision and it works out well, like Harry mm-hmm. Styles and Beyonce, or you go through the machine, you get more say and you don't have as good of a grasp of like what or who you are. And it becomes a little bit more of a, sorry to say, Christina Aguilera kind mm-hmm. of, you know, well, we all know you, we all love you, quote unquote mm-hmm. icon, but also not like, I don't know, not fully. Mm. But she has the voice. <laughs> Are you just trying to save yourself from all the <laughs> Aguilera hate mail you're going to get? Just her, in case <laughs> she listens. Christina, even if you're mad, do not forget to send that email. <laughs> yes, we want to know if you know about uh, naming conventions in, yes. in the UK. Uh, <laughs> Urgent. Um, to answer your question earlier, Steve, as far as is he gay baiting, I don't get the impression he is. And uh, I was going to ask Nalini what she thought of uh, his his many, many, many love uh, dalliances Ooh. that have ended up in the news. Like the, mo- the the one that I know of that's, I think, the one you know, quote famous ones is he dated Taylor Swift for a short while, I believe. Oh, um, yeah. In 2012, which was a while ago, uh, yes. he was in a relationship with model Camille Rowe or Roa. I'm not sure. Camille uh, Rowe. <clears throat> is she? What is? Who's she? She's a French American model. Okay, okay, okay. French. Ah, French. And even though uh-huh. you know, like you said, he's, <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Stupid. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. We're leaving it. It's good. Um, yeah, this idea that he thinks sexuality is something that's fun is says a lot to me. And the fact that he's like, I don't think I'm bisexual. I'm like, well, hmm. I didn't think I was bisexual either. Uh, yeah, but I mean, and then I was like, hold on, <clears throat> maybe, perhaps. Okay, yeah, never mind. I am sorry, everybody. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. This is not his down. official apology. Yeah. <laughs> official apology for saying I don't think <laughs> I am to no one but myself for ten years. Now I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, I don't think he's doing it. I think he's genuine. That said, I can totally understand where people would take issue with maybe what he's doing. The thing that I think mm -hmm. is more interesting, even than the gay baiting stuff, is the treat people with kindness, the TPWK, which is a slogan he uses to promote a message of love, acceptance, and kindness to people. Mm -hmm. Um, he used it in his uh, the the debut album in 2017. It was on his guitar. It was on Pride T-shirts, and then those were sold to raise funds for um, uh, GLSN. And he's just like, I, I I don't know that he thought that much about it, apart from just like, oh, people should be nicer to each other. Yeah, I don't know if there's like more to that. Um unless it came from a particular like incident, you I, know, I didn't Did it come find from something. Yeah. I like, I yeah, it's a good, it's a good message. I mean, I guess like maybe it's a little broad. It is. A, <laughs> it's it is a little broad. broad. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. So I'm like, it's I don't a little have an, vague. I don't have an issue with him gay baiting, <laughs> but I have an issue with him just being like, we should, you know, peace yeah. and love, peace and love. Uh, quote from Ringo Starr, like, yeah, all right, yeah. not a bad message, an important mm. message, but yeah, have you thought about honing the message a little, <laughs> Harry? <laughs> Harry, just tweak it just a bit, like add some clauses, you know, yeah. before <laughs> and after, like, just be like, yeah, are the people <laughs> are the people that are consuming your art? the people that we need to tell to be kind <laughs> are the Harry Styles <laughs> fans like the first place we need to go to 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 fix people to better the world <laughs> I mean are they like are they just like jerks <laughs> and he's like in tune with them so he's like guys be nice be nice to everyone <laughs> you know what I mean like mm -hmm. what if that's it what if it came from that I don't know the be nice to everyone, the be kind to everyone, I feel like it's more like a feels labely. I don't know. I don't know, though. No idea. Yeah, I just got the impression reading it that it's like he definitely seems to care. He definitely like on, on World Mental Health Day, I think he sent some message to fans that was basically uh -huh. like, you know, if you if you need go go seek whatever help you might need and it's totally fine. I love you. That that kind of messaging. Um He's definitely on the progressive side of things. He yeah, for uh, sure. earlier this year during the uh, 
resurgence of Black Lives Matter. Uh, he encouraged fans to share and donate and support. And he said, you know, BLM, which is great, which is you'd be surprised how many people don't, which is stupid. And I'm not going to get on that rant right now. But um, and regarding Brexit, he basically said mm-hmm. anything that brings people together is better than things that pull people apart, mm-hmm. uh, which, again, vague, vague. Mm-hmm. But it could be, though, like if you think about his fan base, which is, you know, young, young and all this, you know, intense political climate all of a sudden has come to the surface where I feel like and 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 we forget like that, like to our point earlier, that kids do suck like <laughs> they're mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so they're like absorbing all this thing. So maybe he's in tune with that. And he's like, guys, like and sort of influencing that other the next generation of mm-hmm. progressive um, yes policy yeah i i i appreciate his messaging i appreciate the fact that he's saying these things and he's not saying you know uh, i'm harry styles and i'm great instead uh-huh. you know and he's like t- making it all about him or yeah. saying something awful and you know add whatever ism or uh, uh you know ick at the end of the word mm-hmm. that you want there but like there is a part of me going, okay, is this just a guy who's so sure of himself that he thinks he can get away with just saying, love each other? <laughs> right. Like, that's how confident this yeah. man is? That's hey, a level hey, of Harry, confidence. We need, a, we need a platform <laughs> for you to, to be on. Um, be nice. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> I think it, that's it makes- exactly how it went down. <laughs> it just makes me wonder, like, what else is happening in that noggin? You yeah. know? like yeah. I do like what Nalini is saying about, though, like if a lot of his fans are skewing younger then rather than kind of indoctrinate them into like be angry at people that disagree with you. Um, I, I can I can respect not wanting to like breed another generation of people unwilling to, um, I guess, listen, or- listen. Yeah. Yeah. But also, absolutely. like, if you suck. You should be called out. Yeah, that's that's what that's what Harry Styles platform should be. <laughs> Call out people who suck. <laughs> I think that's Cardi B. Yep. <laughs> Cardi B's doing that. Talk about someone else who's just like, I am Falcon. only on this planet to have fun. Yeah. And anything else. OK. Mm hmm. Totally. She's freaking she's on fire. Especially with Absolutely. the political stuff. And she's like, this is who I am. Take yeah. it or leave it. Yes, she's it's so the same funny. same nugget of mm-hmm. confidence. And this is this is me. But the exact opposite of vague messaging. <laughs> Very specific messaging. <laughs> um, Steve, was there a favorite outfit of... Harry Styles styles that you came across. I don't know that we ever got to go over some of the stuff that you've enjoyed uh, besides well, the sweater vest. Uh, well, and when I went to Instagram, um, I got hung up on HS styles, which is um, high school styles. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just been there this whole time. And then anytime he wears anything, marching band uniform esque is, <laughs> is where I'm is where I'm coming from. That's- it's a very Elton John vibe. Mm-hmm. And 
I very much like it. Yeah. Where do the clothes go, though? Because he's clearly not the type of, like, I'm going to wear this a bunch person. So yeah. I guess he must, I mean, he must be donating or selling. Or I'm like, sure. Does he have I'm a sure a lot of these are on loan. I know that he wears a lot of Gucci. Um, that mm. seems to be one of his top brands, Edward Sexton, who I think has made a lot of suits that he's gone on tour with. So I assume beyond like magazine and promo shoots and like red carpety stuff, I assume that a lot of designers are giving him and gifting things. But that does beg the question, okay, so he wears it for something or he gets photographed in it and then what? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question because <laughs> I would, we would love to have a piece if he <laughs> would so willingly donate <laughs> he can email it to you guys <laughs> i'm just imagining yeah email it um harry styles um put put in the subject urgent clothes for you so we get it sooner. <laughs> i'm imagining you guys know the episode of friends where monica and phoebe and rachel all sit around in wedding dresses um yes i can yes. just see nalini just <laughs> lounging about the house in like one of these like full-on like dresses that was Harry Absolutely. Styles and just like me I'm not gonna wear it out because I don't want to get it messy but this is my <laughs> Harry Styles dress um absolutely <laughs> would you get married in a dress that Harry Styles wore <laughs> whoa you know if I if I believed in marriage I would I think <laughs> probably all of these different outfits you know one for the reception one for Oh my God. And maybe Harry Styles can be my bride or my groom. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. You could wear the, uh, the ballerina tutu that he wore in a, uh, one of the SNL promo, like, Oh photos yeah. I remember that. that. Um, yeah. I'm looking at that. And, um, uh, so we've got a comment from the baby Slauston that says, TF is this guy wearing? And then um, the first response is, why do you spell like that? <laughs> <laughs> so he's got people, he's got people taking care of his best yeah. interests for sure. Yeah. In his, in yeah. his comments. Uh, if there was one thing that you hope that he gets to accomplish in 2021, is it like, would you rather see a new album? Would you, uh, hope that he goes on tour mm -hmm. uh i obviously music got put on hold a lot in a lot of ways in 2020 obviously people are putting out uh new music they just haven't been able to do it in the way that we're used to doing it so like what's what's your hope for future harry styles moments is it wow. just another fashion moment like you want to see him you, you don't want the met gala to come back and he wears something insanely beautiful like what would be the best harry styles 2021 or Ooh. beyond Honestly, okay, so I feel like this is a very Harry Styles answer. <laughs> I do want personal growth for him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you assholes just laughed out loud at that. It you is guys so, are jerks. <laughs> it is, it is, I'm not laughing. It is so much less of a laugh at you and more of a laugh at like my own discomfort with something like genuine. <laughs> Nalini Sharma, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Yes. So happy to be here, guys. Is or there any? <laughs> was there happy. Any... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm devastated. <laughs>
<laughs> is there anything that you'd like to plug at this time? Oh gosh. Um, actually just follow me on Instagram. I'm going to be updating all my, I update all my career and life stuff on there. Okay, and my great. Instagram is Nalls Barkley. N-A-L-S. <laughs> if I have to spell that. Uh, we'll, we'll follow put it me in the on show Instagram. <laughs> because yes, I do have projects like I'm working on and I am very excited and passionate about them, but I can't, <clears throat> I don't have like news news, but. Right, right. Coming. You can't mention them that, but they are coming. Yes. They're upcoming pieces yes. of news that are uh, live on the gram. Yeah. Much like, <laughs> much like HS Fashion Archive, which is not the same as whatever Steve was looking <laughs> up, which is the high school fashion. Is that what high you were school, looking up? It was high school styles. It was young men's high school styles. But here's the thing. There were no posts. <laughs> <laughs> So somebody had oh started a high school styles oh Instagram, but God. just never got around to, you know, oh we all, God. we're all creators. <laughs> we know how easy it is to start the account. Yeah. We know I how mean, easy it is to name the document. I feel you. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone, you know, every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.